All right, everybody, welcome on back to Points and Doinks. We are into week 17 in the NFL. This is episode 19 for us. This is our final episode of the 2020, the inaugural Points and Doinks season. I want to just give a big thank you, guys. I think we did it. We did it. Give yourself a round of applause. I was here for all 19 of them. Yeah, Cheese, Cheese is the only one who can say he he batted a thousand this year. I I defended my slander on Trapdoor to Hell last Wednesday. Cheese, do you have any rebuttals? Nobody gives a shit about you. I mean, I wasn't the one that was you know leading the slander. That was Tyler. I didn't even. I, I have no issue with you, Travis. You know, I know you're a hardworking, Travi dad, and sometimes yeah. you gotta. You know, and, and we did switch up the schedule in Travis's defense without him knowing. We did push it back an hour. Yeah, which I would have known that. I would have just said, oh, we'll just make it 50. Well, actually, I had no idea what time I was going to be done doing all the birthday stuff I had to do. So, but as soon yeah, I, I, I mean, I did kind of feel it like as soon as I was like, all right, all my duties are done in bed. All right, let's fire this thing up. Let's get some, let's get some games in. But anyways... Uh, most of our seasons are done. Um, the one that I am commissioner for that all three of us are in the CT league has crowned their champion being one Jared fast losing Fuck. to Tyler, Tyler Gunderson. No, no, he beat Tyler Gunderson, Tyler or, Gunderson is the loser. Yeah. I said that wrong. That's what a name. fucking loser. That guy is whoever yeah. he is. Yeah. Whatever that guy is. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tyler, congratulations on second place. And we also have another money winner here. Cheese, he won the uh, loser's bracket consolation prize. So basically he gets um, his uh, entrance free, free back. And entrance, not only that, did I beat Travis back. three times in four weeks. That was crazy. I did not even try. The last and one. of course, of course, he didn't try the last one. But who cares? I'll take why it. Wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to win your entrance fee money back, Trev? I thought that was the whole point of having money in the loser's bracket was so that people wouldn't stop trying. I, I'm just lying. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I'm just lying. I tried to put the best lineup I had out there, but I didn't try and like make a bunch of waiver moves or anything. I've my, my thing is my, my rosters in every single league went downhill as soon as the playoffs started and none of them, produce like they did at any time during the regular season so i was kind of screwed from the get-go there uh from the get-go of the playoffs that is so and i but, built and i try to build my team so they can be on the higher on they can be on the ascension in the playoffs just i was in the wrong type of playoffs but it's okay yeah yep. you got you got to get there first well like we talked about taste of hell that could have changed it up for you taste of hell the commissioner actually took took care of his players, took care of his you know owners, and said, you know, Tyler, you shouldn't start Taysom Hill. If you're going to start him, start him as a quarterback. But no, nobody, nobody, nobody decided to bring that up to to the league, and no message boards, no text messages, nothing of the sort. So how was the commissioner going to do anything? The commissioner should be all knowing. No, I don't. Come on, dude. Let's be honest. I I do pretty good, but uh, come on, I'm not Johnny Roca. And even even with the Taysom Hill situation, I still could have beat him, which pisses me off even more. 
Yeah. But anyways, last week you guys did a fantastic job. I did listen, although I did not play, with Johnny Roca. Lots of good stuff. I'm glad you guys had a good episode. Thanks for covering for me. But let's go ahead and get into this week 17. Uh, we're gonna. We don't have really much waiver wires. Not many people are going into week 17. If we have some notable stuff, we'll bring it up during these, such as players sitting out and whatnot. But for the most part, you're kind of riding, right? So yep. let's. Why don't we get into it? She's let you have it run. Uh, let you have the handle this week. Oh, thank you. So let's start off with a game that doesn't really mean anything. The Minnesota Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I think this is more on the Vikings playing for a little bit of their own pride and for their coach. So guys like Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, and um, Justin Jefferson should still be good to start. Yeah, and then on the other side, Detroit, I have a feeling Matt Stafford is probably not going to play in this game after sustaining an ankle injury in the last game. So I I'm, I wouldn't start really anybody out of the wide receiver core, uh, even though Kenny Galladay is probably not going to play. Marvin Jones will take the realm. If, if, if he's your only guy, I, I would look elsewhere. I, I'd look elsewhere. Then we got the NFC South matchup, the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tyler, uh, it's a division matchup. The Bucs, I think, are still trying to get some better seating. So they're still playing for something. Yeah, they are. And we've seen just uh, just a couple of weeks ago that, that Matt Ryan was able to throw all over a bad Buccaneers uh, secondary. And so if he gets I, – I, I have a feeling Julio Jones isn't going to play. So Calvin, Calvin Ridley – and uh, Russell Gage would be my go-to guys in there. And then Matt Ryan, for me, would be a suitable starter in this game. Yeah, the the Bucks, like you said, they don't have much of a chance, uh, much of anything going on to move in this. The only thing I would be worried about, like you said, Ty, is getting up early. They benched Tom Brady at half last week. Yep. But the Falcons are showing that they're still offensively riding along with most teams. Um, I expect that to go on with Calvin Ridley to keep keep his pace going. All right, then we got the white-hot New York football Jets taking on the uh, New England Patriots. Travis, I know you've been down on the Jets the entire year. Are there any people that you can start on the Jets? Yeah, the Patriots, I mean – are the Patriots are a pretty bad team right now. I would go to the Jamison Crowder well as a flex option uh, for the Jets. And I, I think, honestly, if Sam Darnold's even an option, you probably have a better option in that league. So I wouldn't go anywhere else with the Jets, really. Maybe just Jamison Crowder. Yeah, and I think, I think out of both teams, Jamison Crowder is probably the only startable guy we've seen. Cam Newton struggle of late, and we don't know if he's going to be the starter next week or if it's going to be Jarrett Stidham. And even if it is, the Jets' defense have kind of shut down quarterbacks the last two weeks. We saw uh, Jared Goff didn't have a very good week. And then who did they play last week? Who did they just beat? The Browns. Who? The Jets? The Browns. Uh, the Browns. Baker Mayfield also another another not very good week. I mean, of course, he did have no wide receivers, basically. So 
it's tough to tell, but I think the Jets' defense has has come to play in these last couple weeks. They failed to run the ball. They're kind of one-dimensionalizing other teams. I think the Patriots, if anything, will try and run it with uh, Damian Harris. He's still healthy, right? He should be. He should be. I just just don't think there's much upside for him, but I think he should get a decent chunk. If Jared Stidham is the starter, does that help or hurt the wide receivers? Do you have more confidence in him or with Cam Newton because he has because Cam Newton has not been doing so hot these past few months? I, I'd have a little more confidence, but not enough confidence. Like week seven, if you're playing week seventeen, it's a championship game. I don't have enough confidence to be starting a, a Patriots wide receiver. I think if anything, it helps out the Patriots running backs because the fucking dump off passes and shit like that. Just give them a couple extra. And, and it's taking an, an extra rusher off the field. Cause we know Cam Newton is, is he classifies himself a rush, a rusher. So he gets usually 10 to 11 design design running plays for himself. Dude, what do you mean? Stidham runs the wildcat. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm joking. I'm joking. Dude. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got the Miami dolphins trying to stay alive in the playoff hunt, taking on the, Buffalo Bills, who are pretty much locked up in where they're going to be, so possibly a question mark of who will be playing in this game. Tyler, what do you think the Bills will be doing here? Yeah, I haven't heard anything regarding who, if they're sitting anybody or nothing like that. I know John Brown, they put on COVID this past week, and he was off. He came off IR, he was ready to play, and then he got he was put on COVID on, I believe, that Monday morning. So I don't know if he's going to be available by Sunday, but other than that, I mean, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, you're going to be playing those guys. And then even Cole Beasley has shown himself to be good. This is going to, this is going to be a shootout because Dolphins are trying to make a name for themselves and the Bills are still – like people are doubting the Bills and they still want to show that they are the real deal in the AFC East. I think this is another game where Tua doesn't play well and they have to put Fitzpatrick in, which makes it basically you don't want to start either of them. Uh, Mike Gusecki has proven that he is a guy. Even I've gone and I've gone in this point in the in the season with wide receivers going to possibly sit out and take time off in second half of these games, depending on all that. Gusecki's a flex option now, even in leagues where you don't need to start a tight end because of the amount of work he gets with Tua and with Fitz. He's he's. Uh, then basically number one receiver with Tua, and then with Fitz, he still gets a lot of work. So he's the one constant. He's QB proof, basically. No matter who, no matter who they got going back there, they're gonna feed Gasicki. Exactly. All right, we thought this game might have been for the AFC North, but the Steelers wrapped that up last week after the Browns lost to the Jets. So now the Browns are fighting for a wild card spot. Travis, uh, the Browns should be getting their wide receivers back. So that should be a, a good news for them. Yeah, I mean. I don't think it does much at, uh, for your fantasy team as much as I expect them to go back to running the ball this week. The Steelers are going to sit Big Ben. That's what we've heard so far. It I don't know about Rudolph. Uh, I don't know about whoever else, but that automatically knocks down their offense and gives the ball to Cleveland more times than not. I can see I see that equaling more volume for chunt <laughs> for chunt. Uh, yeah, and then the, uh, I'm not starting any but any offensive players out of the Steelers, but Cleveland's defense with Mason Rudolph being uh, at the helm over there, uh, I would like I'd like 
the Browns defense as a streamer this week too. Helmet gate. Helmet gate. Then the NFC. Is it, so is it, who is it a revenge game for? Is it a re- revenge game for Mason Rudolph or is it a revenge game for, for uh, what's his name? It's a revenge game for Mason Rudolph's helmet. Ah, got but it. not for not for but him. But not for him, him, the player. No, no, no. Uh, Do we get a Miles Garrett sack in this game? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Then the NFC East, surprisingly, the Cowboys and the Giants still have their hopes alive. So everyone should be playing in this game. But Travis, is there anybody on the Giants that you have any faith in starting? Wayne Gallman, um, we've seen what the Cowboys um, can do. They're starting to get their offense moving. And I think Joe Judge is going to try and come in and stop them from being on the field so much. So I think Wayne Gallman should get a ton of um, carries as long as the game plan works out and they don't get pulverized early. Yeah, I also on on the Giants side of the ball, I do like uh, Sterling Shepard. He saw a lot of work last week, and he's finally starting to figure it out. He, he had kind of a lull period the last few weeks where he was getting a lot of targets but not doing a lot with them. He was able to do a lot with them last week, and I think they're going to just keep feeding him the targets. But with the Cowboys, uh, I like I like pretty much everybody. I mean, you're you're starting starting Zeke for sure. He's he's gotten you there. And then you're starting Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup showed signs, but I think he's more of a high ceiling type player. If you need that big boom, then I would start Michael Gallup. But the Cowboys look per, have looked good with uh, Andy Dalton at quarterback. And to be fighting for that playoff spot, I think they're, they're going to be uh, throwing the ball quite a lot. I don't know if it's just me, but from what I've seen is Andy Dalton likes to throw to Michael Gallup more. I don't know if that's just me seeing that. I trust him more than CeeDee Lamb. That could be just what I picked up on, but that's what I see. They've kind of, they've kind of had their their games where they go back and forth with who's going to have more targets. But I, I do see what you're – he's definitely getting a lot more looks than he did at the beginning of the season with Dak Prescott. And then when, like, Ben DiNucci and all those other guys were playing, he wasn't getting very much. But he's starting to get work back in the lineup. Ben DiNucci. Not put in the music. Uh, Uh, The Baltimore Ravens, who actually have something to play for in week 17, take on the Cincinnati Bengals. So a really good matchup for the Ravens, Tyler, as they are clicking offensively right now. Yeah, they're really starting to get it going. Lamar Jackson, I think I've said it on this podcast the last couple weeks and on Trapdoor. He's just starting to turn into what we saw last year. And uh, Lamar Jackson is for sure going to get the start. Now on the other, uh, with the wide receivers though, we've seen Cincinnati has had very good success. The, their defensive backs have played very good against against wide receivers. We've been down on Marquise Brown. Uh, he's had a touchdown, and I think like the last three weeks, I think that comes to a stop here. I think if you're if there's any receiver I'd start, it would be Mark Andrews. In agreement, in agreement, and T Higgins from the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, that, I think T. Higgins, and then we've seen um, A.J. Green has been getting a lot of love with, with um, I can't remember who their starting quarterback is, but I know I know A.J. Green has been getting a lot of targets. And it depends on if Tyler Boyd's back, too. Tyler Boyd's not back, A.J. Green definitely gets an uptick in targets. 
The Indianapolis Colts host the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts still trying to lock up a wild card spot, Travis. The Colts defensively haven't been as stingent as they were early in the season. Do you think the Jaguars have any weapons outside of James Robinson that you might take a look at? Uh, no, and James Robinson did not play this past week, and I believe he's still questionable for this week. So that's a definite fuck no from me. The Colts' defense is the only thing that's going to be good about when the Jaguars are on offense. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree. The Colts, I would say DJ Chart, he had a decent week last week, but I think the Colts' defensive backs will kind of zone in on him, and it won't look good for uh, Mike Glennon. But for the Colts, I mean, I don't I, – I'd stay away from the receivers just because I have a feeling they're they're going to get up big and they're just going to run the ball out. So look for Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines to have pretty good days – or a pretty good day against the Jaguars. The Tennessee Titans take on the Houston Texans. Tyler, uh, a lot of viable fantasy players on both sides here. Yeah, with uh... – with Houston, I think you're going to have Deshaun Watson and Brandon Cooks are going to have very good days. Um, they're going to be playing from behind, I'm sure, because Tennessee likes to uh, get up big. And with that bad defense that the Texans shown, Ryan Tannehill is going to have a field day. So I think Deshaun Watson is going to be throwing the ball a lot, and, and Brandon Cooks is going to be a big factor in that. And then if Duke Johnson is out again, David Johnson will also get a lot of – will get those – why, uh, running back one and two work. Derrick Henry. I mean, we don't have to say it every week, but I feel like we should for the people in the back. He's he's your guy. He's your guy. Don't get anything cute with him. He should run all the way through this game. Um, because they're still they're still got to make sure they win to lock up the uh cha- the championship right for their. What are, what am I missing? What yeah, am, they're trying to win the AFC South. The AFC South. I don't know why I said that weird. I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry. We got the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Los Angeles Rams in NFC West matchup. The Rams getting banged up at the wrong time. We have Jared Goff out. We have Daryl Henderson out. And we also have Cooper Cup getting put on COVID. So, Travis, uh, I mean, Robert Woods seemingly is like the top guy over there. Anything else you're looking at from the Rams standpoint? Uh, the Rams, again, are not starting the right quarterback. Blake Bortles should be in the game. Just signed from, today. Just signed just, today. I mean, I don't know why they don't just let him go out there and do his damn thing. Um, but I think that with all these injuries, this helps the Cardinals defense, who has been playing better and better. They should have a couple takeaways, give, giving them a high start uh, position on for defenses this, this week. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add to Cam Akers missed this past week with a high ankle sprain and there is a good chance he doesn't play again this week. So if anything, if, if anybody you're going to start, I would say Malcolm, Malcolm Brown, he's going to be the only running back back there. And with a, with a quarterback who has never thrown a pass in the NFL, I have a feeling he's going to be throwing a few dump passes off to the running back. And then unless Eric, they decide to start Blake, unless Bortles. Blake Bortles starts then, I mean, then who knows what the hell is going to happen. Uh, and then with Arizona, we've also seen Kyler Murray is doubtful to play this week, who had a ankle injury going into or who got an ankle injury last week, might not play this week. So again, uh, I have a feeling we're going to have 
you you, you want to stay away from their wide receivers. Uh, it pains me to say that you're not going to be playing D Hop this week, but you got You got to look elsewhere to find a replacement for him because he's probably not going to get a lot of work. But if you have Kenyon Drake I, or Chase Edmonds, I, have, I don't. Have I don't think. Days. I don't think D Hop is a sit per se. I just think you need to lower expectations for him. If you're you're starting him like he would normally be your wide receiver one, I yep. think it just knocks him down to a a flex option. Well, he also you did have get, to have, I, but you have. He to also have got somebody. hurt last week. That's that's another reason why I'm. Uh, well, that I, depends on the. It health. popped. It popped into my head. I just remembered he did. He did have a leg injury last week at the end of the game. So. But he's he's got such good hands and such good uh, you know veteran sense of himself that he's like one of those guys that rookie quarterbacks or you know backup quarterbacks can come in and feel comfortable just throwing to him. He's a guy just put in his position. I just I don't think it knocks him all the way out of starting because you don't want to not start him, but you should definitely have somebody with a higher ceiling to cover the extra uh, points you're going to be missing from that. The New Orleans Saints take on the Carolina Panthers. The Saints still trying to fight for that number one seed. The Packers play in the same time as them, at playing at, in the same time slot as them. So, in theory, the Saints should play everybody throughout the entire game. Who knows? But uh, Travis, any anything to worry about with the Saints possibly getting a big, or you know, the Packers get a big, they start sitting there, guys. I could see. I could definitely see. At halftime, Sean Payton looking at the scoreboard and the Packers beating the shit out of the Bears. Um, but the problem is, is that the Bears are playing decent at the right time. So I think you should be okay. I think both. Uh, I think the Packers and Bears game will go a little deeper than more. You know, most people will think uh, because of how good Aaron Rodgers is playing. Uh, but Mitch Trubisky's been playing good too. So it, this should make the Saints have to start their guys the whole game because they want to win and they need to win just in case yeah i mean with with carolina the only uh, the only person i really saw would be if cmc came back for some reason but i have a i have a feeling he's probably not going to play in week 17 but uh teddy bridgewater hasn't played his best football and we've seen the saints uh past defense has been pretty good as of late, so I, I don't really want to start any of their wide receivers. Maybe Curtis Samuel as a as a uh, flex, just because he does get running back work as well. He just gets a lot of uh, volume. But on the Saints side, I would be a little worried about starting Drew Brees, just because I feel like they want to preserve him for the playoffs, and I think they know they could still get the job done with uh, Taysom Hill at quarterback. So I could see Taysom Hill getting a lot of work. And then, as you said, if they look up at halftime and the Packers are blowing up, blowing out the Bears, maybe we see the return of our king, Jameis Winston. I, I mean, I was going to say that, on the contrary, that they don't think they can actually win with Taysom Hill. That's a bigger debate for, for that's a, a reg- that's an- more regular football. Yeah. Well, speaking of that game, the Packers – Go to Chicago to take on the Bears. You guys already kind of talked about a little bit weather in Chicago in December. You know, take a look, or I guess January, take a look. So, Tyler, what are you looking at with this game? Both offenses clicking right now. This is this is a weird game to judge because it is divisional, and Lord knows what the hell's going to happen when the Packers play in Chicago. 
Like Trubisky's played well, but his track record against Green Bay is terrible. And then like the Packers, the uh, the one thing I will say, I believe the Packers are better against the pass than the run. Correct. Trev? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The run so defense Dave, is so the issue. David Montgomery, I think he's gotten you there. You're gonna keep going with him. Dave Montgomery should have. That was the run pretty, number one. That was that was against that the run number one was against, the, against Packers. the Packers. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, I would be a little worried about starting like Mitch Trubisky as a streamer. Maybe uh, maybe Allen Robinson, but I have a feeling he's going to get shadowed by Green Bay's number one. So maybe a, maybe as a flex, you limit your expectations, like Travis said about DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, this game's going to be a lot closer. Um, I just think it's because of the divisional matter of it, and the Bears don't like to lose the Packers, period. They're still knocking on the bottom door, too. They're knocking on that old back door, trying to get in. Um, but also on the, on the same token, we've seen what the Packers just did Monday or uh, Sunday night in Lambeau with the snow. Their offense actually looked more fast paced in the fucking slow, in the snow. But I think that was also due to another non cold weather team. So Chicago should be able to play good in cold weather. I think it should be a little bit, a little sneaky shootout. So the, the question I have for you guys is what do we make of the running back situation? Cause we just saw AJ Dillon outsnap the hell out of um, Aaron Jones. Yeah. But that was a, also a game that the Packers were up on and they felt confident the entire game. Uh, I think but, this one's oh, just but, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think just, this, I think this one's going to be closer. So although I think AJ Dillon cuts in a little bit, Aaron Jones, carries the weight more see the only thing that worries me is because now they've seen aj dillon has a lot of talent we know that aaron jones and jamal williams are already splitting time how are they gonna i have a feeling they're gonna try and incorporate aj dillon more and cut more into time i think they cut out uh williams uh time instead of taking away from aaron jones i mean at least from what I understand of how the game should go, you can't cut too much into your number one guy's share. It it creates a, a divide and rub, and it doesn't flow. The game starts to not flow right when you're trying to get too cute. And I think Aaron Rodgers, of all people, will be able to tell Matt LaFleur, like, hey, man, you like that? Good pronounce it, pronunciation. We'll be able to tell him and be like, hey, man, look, I get what you want to do, and I get all these guys have talent. We'll work the ball to him more, but we can't. We got to go with our guy, especially trying to hold on to the number one seed. They want the playoffs to run through Green Bay, so they're going to want to stick with their guy. All right, then we go into the prime reason why fantasy football championship should be in week 16 because the Chiefs take on the Chargers and the Chiefs uh, don't have anything to play for. It looks like they might rest their guys. The Chiefs took you there. Maybe you got to find someone else. Do you look at the Chiefs or do you kind of look somewhere else with the with the, them? Um, this is this is a real tough one. I know that um, with Ceh, uh, not not being super healthy and Lev Bell kind of iffy or whatever, they're gonna try and rest them. So I think you want to have the backup. Um, whoever Darryl the Williams. 
Darrell Williams. I think you want to have him rostered for you um, and should be a start because of anything they're going to at least try and keep the Chargers off the field. They don't – you never – you still don't want to get blown out going out for the last game of the series. So they should try and control time of possession. I think the defense is going to try and play tight. Uh, but on the Chargers side, I want to hear what Ty has to say about these guys. I mean, uh, it all depends. If Keenan Allen is back, I think Justin Herbert has a better day. He's going to be throwing the ball a lot. I, I think it's going to be, even though Mahomes won't be playing, I still feel like this is going to be a shootout just because the Chargers defense, it's okay. But like we, we've seen that they, they get tired pretty easily when that offense can't stay on the field. Um, and I just I, I have an inkling with that divisional matchup and all that. It's going to be somewhat of a shootout. So Herbert, uh, Eckler, and um, Eckler with your with your expectations limited, and Keenan Allen I feel are, are the guys to go with with the Chargers. All right, then we go to the NFC West as the Seahawks still could jump up to the second spot. I think even maybe get to the, I think they can only get to the second spot, but they still have something to play for as they take on the San Francisco 49ers in Arizona. George Kittle's back. So George Kittle, hopefully if, I mean, I know a lot of people put their eggs in a basket early on them. So Anybody who's in the – I mean, it's probably a very limited number. Guys who are in the playoffs, in the champions, in a league that goes week 17 that drafted George Kittle and been sitting on him all season, you're finally happy. You're finally happy he's back because uh, he should have a big day here. Yeah, I think he'll have a big day, especially with Travis's guy, Brandon Ayuk, being shut down for the season after getting hurt last week. So I think they're going to uh, – all those – you know, we, we talked about it with um, – who's their who's their number one guy? I can't – not not Kittle, not – Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, we talked about. He gets manufactured touches, and then he went out. We said, all oh, those touches are going to go to Brandon Ayuk. He goes out. Everything's going to start looking towards George Kittle. Even – and it helps with C.J. Beathard as – the quarterback, those two have always had a good connection when when he's played when they've played. Uh, beat, and then, hard, beat hard and Kittle went to college together. They did. This, this yeah. is true. They did go to college together. And then the uh, the running back over there, uh, I can't even remember his name. I started him this week. McKinnon. Yeah, no, not Jarek McKinnon. Um, North Texas alumni Jeff Wilson Jr. Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson Jr. Jr. Thank you very much. Had a monster day last week and. We know Seattle's defense has gotten a little bit better, more against the pass and the run. I have a feeling they're going to be using Jeff Wilson Jr. a lot. And then on Seattle's side of the ball, like we've, like we said, they're still fighting. They want that number two spot. Um, and I believe that Richard Sherman isn't going to play again this upcoming week. So I, I could see a field day for DK and Russell Wilson getting together uh, all over the place this, this weekend. All right, we got a big nothing bowl in the AFC West as the Las Vegas Raiders take on the Denver Broncos. I mean, kind of ugly fantasy teams on both sides. Tyler, what are, what are you looking here? Well, with the Raiders, we just saw Nelson Aguilar have a very big day. Uh, seem to, I mean, it helps. He had two two long long catches, but he still was getting force fed. So I like I like Nelson Aguilar. 
I like Darren Waller, Derek Carr as a streamer, and that's probably uh, Josh Josh Jacobs. I think you're you're playing as an RB two, and that's that's probably where I draw the line with the Raiders. You'd like to hear my Raider uh, opinions? Cut tune into Trapdoor to Hell tomorrow, or just go onto the Facebook and hear the ramblings of Travis. I don't think to say about the Broncos. The tight end guy around here, Darren Waller, next year. Is he one of those guys you grab really early? Because yeah, he's one of the best tight ends in the game right now. I have an issue doing doing that, but hey, I, Travis I, Kelsey's putting up wide receiver one numbers. I mean, yeah, I know. I I have like I, but I told you at the beginning of the season too. Travis Kelsey is the only tight end that you want to do that. Those other guys, I still think Kittle. And I think now Darren Waller can be talked about on that same level. That Kelsey's an elite, a, a, a level higher. There's those two guys. There's a bunch of other tight ends, and then there's 50 feet of shit. Right. So I mean, I think next year he should be drafted earlier. I don't. I would go out of the fourth round, third round, depending on if tight ends are being drafted in your thing. But we'll talk about all that next season when we do the previews and stuff. And the Broncos sucks. I don't fucking start anybody. What about uh, Brandon McManus? What about the kicker? Nope. Trash. Try to, try to get some kicker love out there. Then in the primetime Sunday night game, the Washington football team tried to lock up the NFC West. All they got to do is win, or the NFC East. All they got to do is win, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, who are eliminated but probably trying to uh, play spoilers. So everyone should be playing in this game. Hey, how, how does this sound? How does this sound? Dwayne Haskins, you're fired. Was that good? Yeah. Tyler, I didn't know we had Vince McMahon on the, on the call. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. I, pre- I, I appreciate that. I'm surprised it didn't sound like Adam Sandler doing a Vince McMahon. I just got to give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want me to do Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler doing Vince McMahon? Do, all right, let me see if I can do this. You're right. I don't know if that was real, Adam Sandler. I, can, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. It sounded. It kind of did. I t- kind of did Alec Baldwin doing Boss Baby doing Vince McMahon. There you go. Yeah, Anyways, so. there is a game being played. So that <laughs> oh, that's right. That's Washington what we were talking about. Washington against the Eagles. Dwayne Haskins, he's fired. And Alex Smith, who knows what he's going to go do. But we also have Old Dominion alumni. What's the name, Tyler? Tyler Taylor Hennick. Tyler Hennicky. Talked about him last week. You heard it here first, folks. That is Taylor true. Bring it up. I uh, I actually thought when he came into the game this weekend that he brought a spark to the offense that only a pole dancer can do, but he did it. And uh, so I think that the football team, like Terry McLaurin should be a start. He's healthy, right? Uh, if he's, if he's back, I don't know. He didn't play this last weekend, but I mean, I would think that they're going to try and bring him back. They really need to win this game. They win and they're in, right? That's how it goes. Uh, Washington. Yeah. They're win winning in. So I, as long as he's not too, if he, as long as he's not too hard, I think Terry McLaurin plays and I think he should have a good day. The Eagles secondary absolutely blows. It's terrible. We don't have an official update yet. But Ron Rivera said he's nursing a high ankle sprain. So those can be. Yeah, well, Ron Rivera has cancer. He should tell that to his team. 
had cancer. Had Thank cancer. He, had it. He doesn't have it. He's, he went into remission like halfway through the season. He rang the bell. Uh, well, knock on wood, but that shit comes back all the time. I hope not. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus I t- fucking I said, Christ. I knocked on wood. I said, I hope not. But you don't have to. The problem is you don't have to say. You don't have to bring up the fact that it could come back. You just let bygones be bygones. Yeah. God damn. Uh, but on the Eagles side of the ball, uh, I think Jalen Hurts has been a good pickup. And I know the Washington defensive line is very good but I think he could use his feet well and get out of the pocket. He's going to get you a lot of uh, rushing yards as a quarterback. So I, I like him as a streaming option. And then Miles Sanders at running back should be an RB2 for you. But other than that, I, I really don't like anybody else. Da- we've seen that uh, Dallas Goddard at tight end has been kind of splitting touches. They've been using Richard Rodgers. They've been using Zach Ertz. None of them have been like really fantasy relevant. Um and then at wide receiver, it's just kind of a crapshoot. Targets are flying all over the place. Yeah. I asked Tyler this last week, Travis, your outlook on Jalen Hurts. If he starts next year, is he like the Kyler Murray of next year's draft where you're kind of reaching and banking on him having a, a breakout year? I I don't think you reach as far out to get him as maybe somebody did Kyler Murray this year. I went out of my way to get Kyler Murray because I like the moves and talent they brought around him. I would only make that jump if the Eagles move Carson Wentz, commit to Jalen Hurst, or will you stop it? Will you stop it? Will you just (laughs) say his name right? Or go out uh, or do both one of those things and go out and get some more guys around him. If they go out and get some more guys around him and they make one of those two decisions, then you can maybe go out of your way a little bit further. Um, But I still, I still think he should be maybe your second quarterback drafted. There's too There's just too much other talent out there. Well, all right. That is it for week 17, and that's it for Points and Darks, unfortunately. Uh, Ty, right. yeah. Ty, Cheese, this has been a great season, man. Um, I hope people actually listened and people took the advice. <laughs> Did you guys ever look and see if people listen to these episodes? People listen. I mean, they download. I don't know if they actually listen. Hey, hey that counts. That's all hey. that we're looking for here. You know, Netflix said that, you know, 400 million people watch that Adam Sandler uh, murder mystery movie. I don't think that many people watch it. It's all about bump, bumping the numbers. If you click on it, we consider it a listen. Uh, you watched that movie for five seconds. <laughs> uh, you watched it. Wait a second. This isn't Trapdoor to Hell. Why are we talking about movies? <laughs> uh oh. Well, all right. So for next year, we'll try and get into it. I mean, this is kind of a late late thing so uh we'll maybe try. we'll be back for the draft we'll see what teams drafted and we, maybe we can get a little special early episode if we do yeah we get some draft um maybe we'll go back for the draft that's good probably a good idea we could talk about fantasy influence in the draft like well, i could have told you to draft brandon Ayuk. i mean you would have sat on him but anyways um and then we'll we'll figure out when we're gonna be back and do a full season. Like I said, we just kind of thought of this last minute. Thought it'd be fun to do. Uh, send us maybe ideas when to start. Uh, maybe some of your thoughts 
during the off season, maybe throughout the playoffs thoughts, and we'll gather all that and put it into a spank bank for us to spank next season. Just send us your random thoughts. It doesn't even have to be fantasy football related. We'll still uh, we'll still spank it to it later. I mean, we'll just answer them on the other podcast and not tell you. Yeah, exactly. We'll just make a we'll make a third podcast about all the thoughts you guys came up with and force you to listen to that. Exactly. Uh, be on the lookout, Trapdoor to Hell, doing uh, monthly bonus episodes. Net, uh, <laughs> not with Tyler. I was yeah. gonna say this is news to me, but all right. <laughs> I've already talked to you about this. Shut up. Starting in January one, we're gonna have a, a monthly bonus episode that I do kind of Joe Rogan esque style. Uh, first episode, Donnie's gonna talk about Tom Hanks as a pedophile. <laughs> can we can we actually change this up? Can can that be the normal podcast? And like once a month, we do the trapdoor, like football, <laughs> baseball, that stuff. Can we? No. Can we, damn it. No. Uh, cheese, why don't you hit them with um, your social media stuff? They can places they can reach you. Well, if you guys want to go follow us for curveballs and chair shots, we're available at all your podcast platforming needs. If you're listening to us here for Trapdoor to Hell, we're probably there with curveballs and chair shots. Twitter, Instagram at curveballs and CS on Facebook as well. I mean, you don't really need to go to Facebook. Email us curveball and CS at gmail.com. Someone doesn't know what the name of our podcast is. I'm not going to name any names. Curveball and CS at gmail.com if you want to slide into the email. Yeah, and then for the Trapdoor to Hell people out there, you know us on Facebook, Twitter, trap, at Trapdoor Pod on Twitter, Trapdoor to Hell on Facebook, Trapdoor Pod at yahoo.com. If you're here for us, go follow the Curveballs and Chair Shots. And if uh, you're there for Curveballs and Chair Shots, please follow us. Please. Fantasy Wrestling coming yeah. soon. Right, Tyler? That's right. And also look out, look out for a, uh, a monthly new episode of Curveballs and Chair Shots where me and Cheese talk about everything that Travis and whoever his buddies talked about, their monthly episode. We're going to break down their episode. You do, you do a recap. We do a recap of your our bonus recap podcast. That and, would actually... and Dominic and Tyler will talk about their weekly shits. Hey, whoa, whoa, that's a separate podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cut, that, cut that out. Cut that out at the end. Cut it, can't, cut let it, the, can't let the people know just yet about the about the shit cast. All right, guys. I hope you had a good fantasy season. Till next year. Poop cast? Shit cast? Uh, we'll, we'll brain shop the name. <laughs>